Lecture topic: Giving for and getting from Allah Taala. There's a well-known saying, which is 100% correct, that if a person leaves out something for Allah Taala, Allah Taala replaces it with something far better. So there are many incidents of this nature where it happened in a very, as we'll call it, dramatic manner. It doesn't always happen. In a way that a person will be able to identify it that this is what he gave up for Allah Taala, and this is what came in return, which was far better. But sometimes Allah Taala makes it apparent in a way that it is very, very glaring. There's one incident which is mentioned. Hafiz Ibn Rajab, Hamdullah, mentions this incident about one person, Qazi Abu Bakr Muhammad Al Bazzaz. He says he was in Makkah Mukarramah, staying there, and one day he was in extreme hunger. And this extreme hunger, as he's walking, he finds one bag lying somewhere. Somebody had dropped it. Very expensive cloth. It was a bag of silk, probably. And so he picked it up. Somebody has dropped something. So he took it to his home or the room wherever he was there for the time. He opens it. There was a pearl necklace in it, and a kind of pearl which he had never seen in his life, very, very precious. So, in any case, he left it there. When he comes out, after some time, somebody is walking and he's announcing that there was a bag that was misplaced; it got lost. And anybody who returns it, there's five hundred dinars as a reward for it. Now, five hundred gold coins in our understanding now it will amount to millions. So now he's saying this 500 gold coins. This is the reward. So what must be the value of that pearl necklace? So he took the person along, went to the room where he was living. He asked him all the details of that bag, the contents. This person gave all the details correctly. So he took it out and showed it to him. Is this the one? He said yes. This is it. So he says, well, that's it. You can take it. So he now offered him that five hundred dinars, five hundred gold coins. So he responded and said that this was my duty to re- return it to you. So not something that I was entitled to keep. You lost it. I picked it up. The person who picks up a lost item, it is his responsibility to find the owner. So this is my responsibility. It's my duty. So you take it. I don't need anything in return. He said, "Well, I am giving it to you as my." My gift to you," he said. "No, this was my duty, my responsibility. So that's it. Any case, that person finally left. He then, after some time, wanted to return to his home, far away. So he had to go by sea. So he boarded a ship. It happened that that ship got affected in a storm and it sunk. All the people on the ship drowned. He started floating on something for a few days. Finally, reached an island." Which was inhabited. People were living there. So, in any case, he got onto this island. So he started spending his time in the masjid, staying there in the masjid. Some people might have helped him a little, but then people got to hear him reciting Quran Sharif. So he said, "You can recite Quran Sharif." He said, "Very yes." So they started coming to learn Quran Sharif from him. So now, as now the whole community now, everybody is coming to learn Quran Sharif from him. So people started taking care of him also. Then. They realized he can write, which was not such a common thing. So they started sending their children to him, 
to learn to write. So now they started, so to say, employing him for that. So he became quite comfortable. Eventually now they felt this person one day will suddenly just wake up and leave us and go away. We need to somehow secure him here. So they told him, look, we have somebody here we want you to get married to. She's an orphan girl. We want you to get married to her. He said, no, no, I need to get back to my place. They insisted. Eventually he agreed. And the nikah took place. When the nikah took place, after the nikah now, his wife was brought to him. So in the company of other family members. So when he looked at her, he sees her wearing that same necklace. So his eyes got caught onto that. And for that while, he was just stunned and only looking at the necklace. So people around the family, they're all a little taken aback and they're upset. Say, what's your problem? That is it only the material things that has any value for you? You just got married and the only thing you're worried about is the, the necklace. So then he explained the whole story. Why am I just so stunned about this? That this is the same necklace which was very unique, which I had seen for the first time in my life, something like this. But this is the whole incident. When he explained what that he was the person who found it and returned it, so all of them, the whole family, you know, or whoever was present, who they started shouting aloud, Takbir. So he got surprised, what is going on here? So he asked them, what's your problem's issue? So they explained that the person who had lost that necklace and then offered the 500 dinars, that person was the father of this girl. And when he returned after that journey of Hajj, where this whole incident took place, he used to often mention this, that I wish I see this person again. He was the one true Muslim that I found. And if ever I manage to meet him again, I will get him married to my daughter. He says, that person has passed away, but Allah Ta'ala made this happen for you. Now, he lived on that island for some time. He had two sons. His wife passed away, so he became the heir of that necklace together with the two sons. Then after some time it happened, the one son passed away, then eventually the other son passed away. So he became the sole owner of this. Now, the point is that he left it for Allah Ta'ala alone. He could have just hidden it away. That 500 dinars was a reward. So much, what must have been the value of this? So he left it for Allah Ta'ala. It came back, just as a footnote you can add, it came back with a wife as well. So the point is that he left it for Allah Ta'ala. He left out touching it in a haram way. He didn't want to take away somebody else's wrong, uh, somebody's wealth wrongfully. Allah Ta'ala replaced it, not just what he left aside, in a far better way with izzat, with afiyat. Now, these are the tests that come in life. They are things that we get tested with all the time. And we have a choice, either to do something that is not in order, or at that time sacrifice that, be patient, Allah will replace it with better. So now the person who adopts that sabr, adopts that patience, Allah Ta'ala then grants him in a way that he cannot imagine. Now, this is a very glaring thing that happened, that what he gave away for Allah Ta'ala, it came back itself. But far better than that is something we can't even imagine. So, this is what we have to always bear in mind, that when those temptations come, when those 
situations come about where we are now tempted to look at something, go to some place, do things which are haram, those desires are left for Allah Ta'ala alone. It's not indulged in. Allah will replace it in a way that we can't even imagine. Allah Ta'ala give us this.